Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Anita Kay, a certified executive and life coach and author of Behaving Bravely, How to Mind Shift Life Challenges. Without a doubt, we are living in a stressful time, a new experience for all of us, and we are all in it. What we do in it and with it and because of it, that is the thing that we are creating and the new foundation of our future. Truly, the exciting thing is that we have the choice to be proactive. Choice, that is our action. And Anita Kay is with us to share some insights on how to navigate our time and our days. Anita Kay, good morning. It is really wonderful to have you join us this morning. Thank you, Kay. It's a pleasure to be here. It's uh, really great to, you know, have extra company. I think, you know, through these radio waves, the media waves, we're able to uh, make connections, make new friends in this way and, and have a good chat over our morning coffee, don't you think? I completely agree. Yes, the whole way of social connecting has come to a new level and uh, a lot to uncover and discover through that. I agree. And that's part of what, uh, a big part of this morning is dealing with this. We're all needing to be spending more time uh, within uh, the four walls of whatever abode it is that we are living in. It, we, we have that kind of, we can think of it as confinement, but maybe it's not confinement. Maybe there's a better way to look at it. I couldn't agree with you more, Kate. Yes, I think initially that's what it sounded like, and that was the message that it was sending, or a lot of people adopting, you know, the thoughts under that umbrella. But like I said, I think the true discovering right now has been very interesting, I think, personally and professionally for individuals across the country. So maybe that is part of the thought, rather than thinking, oh, what are we having to endure, is what are the new things we might be learning? And uh, think of it as uh, a really a great opportunity. Yes, I completely agree. And, you know, it's wonderful to first, you know, think about having thoughts in uncomfortable times. And doing that is not easy and sometimes typically a learned skill. Um, personally speaking for myself, I've been in lots of personal and professional situations like we all have, where initially we get those auto responses, right, Kate, where things are doomed and gloom and uh, the unknowns and how to manage the what ifs. But really, uh, you know, going forward and, and, and being patient with what can be uncovered can be a gift. Um, in my book, Behaving Bravely, uh, the premise is really around how we can all learn how to perform mind shifting. And basically that means is, you know, focusing on things that help us specifically with our emotions and thoughts um, and replace the unhelpful and former beliefs that we have. So we're having that opportunity to become more self-aware. Absolutely. We sure are. And it's imperative to do that because we need to manage our fear. And um, that can be very taxing and it can, and can be very crippling. So when the fear is instilled, it's difficult to move forward. So once we understand how to commit to some type of self-awareness to manage fear, stress, anxiety, worry, all the things that are um, on our mind today, we can better manage our emotional intelligence. So the thing we 
really probably need to be aware of is that a lot of this is learned behavior and then practiced over time to have this kind of a fear mindset. I completely agree. Yes, because um, our thoughts can hold us hostage. It can keep us stuck here in these stressful experiences. When we move outside of our comfort zone, which in which we are doing today, that fear is reinforced and it strengthens our belief that it's going to continue to be dangerous, risky, or, or worse, right? Many of us are feeling trapped with no way out. So this makes it hard to move past a fear, uh, especially if you come to the conclusion you did not accomplish what you set out to do or there's uncontrolled circumstances right before us. But it's imperative to taking some type of action, and that, can even, and that must start with our emotional mindset towards new solutions, um, so we can contribute to certain experiences. And in my book, um, I have a five-step personal development system called Brave. And um, when I think about being brave, right, I really think about moving forward, um, you know, having the lion spirit to really edge into unknown charter and territory, which is what a lot of us are doing today. And there's a term that I coined in my book, which starts with, our thoughts, and it's called a benevolence. And a benevolence is um, basically a self-belief. It's a benevolent self-belief. And it's on the definition of if we're going to maximize our potential or our, our how we move forward, even in the moment or through the crises, we must begin by believing we can. And in my book, Behaving Bravely, with each client case study, I begin with the belief that's holding my client back and then transform it into a belief that they can use to progress. For example, I was just talking to a client recently, and she said, in this dire situation, I can't see a way forward in my job or my career. So that was her current belief. So when we had a discussion and really uncovered um, how that was not self-serving, and it's not going to put her on, the, on her best foot forward to you know, look for a new position for herself based on her great talent, we came up with a benevolence. Instead, she started saying, I choose to believe in my future clearly, and I'm ready to start a heroic journey to achieve my next step toward my goals. So it's really rewriting self-beliefs through mind shifting on how you can maintain what I call lion-like courage, Kate. And that's accepting and acknowledging our stress, our emotions, taking that pause and making a conscious choice to select a new belief puts you in more relief. And the turn of the thoughts, once we practice this, can really help us in fight or flight situations like now and help us make decisions with hopefully, you know, shifting forward. And so it's really important when we are going through um, a, a crisis moment to really, what is that? Uh, you know, it's different for all of us, you know, really naming it, claiming it, keeping it in the present, and then exercising how to rewrite what you're thinking with something that's more self-serving. A lot of results there. And what's really important and equally exciting is that we often are in need of a coach. We might not be able or aware enough to do this for ourselves. So that's where yeah. you come in. This is where this great book, Behaving Bravely, comes in because it gives us the exercises and the guidance and the coaching and all the, that we are needing, the tools we need to be able to accomplish this. I agree with you, Kate. And 
I myself through, through, you know, the last 20 years of my life also partnered with uh, a life coach, a health coach, right? Because it's wonderful to know that we aren't alone and how we can discover what we're really maybe afraid of or how to put that first step forward, um, making a commitment to being self-aware and taking that personal inventory, chasing the facts on the fears. And yes, talking to professionals are definitely effective things. And as a life coach, this is a common theme my clients come to me with and discovering, you know, what the sources are, are always a good place to begin from where their current state of mind is to understanding the issues that affect their current situations, because that ultimately affects all of our status of our emotional state, like anger and sadness and fear and definitely frustration. And what's beautiful in behaving bravely with these ideas and concepts is how you share stories, including your own story, which I think gives just really that it underscores how we can relate and how you relate because you've had these experiences. Oh, thank you, Kate, very much. Yes, the book is a self-help book, but it also uncovers my personal story and the personal um transitions uh, of my clients who I think were definitely more brave than I ever was. And I think, I hope that's what sets um, myself apart uh, is that I have walked in hopefully shoes or similar shoes to what my clients have faced. Um, Nothing is off the table as far as topics and behaving bravely. We talk about communication. We talk about um, addictions. We talk about divorce, career devastations, uh, loss. Um, and, and, how, and how to start over again, you know, starting over is healthy and how we all share our personal stories and what and how we got to be brave and what that means for us today. And a lot of including myself, clients have really we're not alone. And, and you know, starting over is healthy and we can redesign and re- reframe our relationships. We, we can choose forgiveness. We can live in a lot of deep compassion, which is so wonderful in this time in the world, how we're seeing that, people really modeling that and living authentically within ourselves. Uh, and I think that and I believe the brave paradigm really helps us act through a solution oriented mindset. So, you know, the whole anchor is really trying to, you know, create new habits of anchoring ourselves to a personal roadmap that can be beneficial. So the first uh, benevolence um, was the first step. And, and, and the second is how important it is today to be ready. And that's the second step in BRAVE. It's called readiness. And that really requires us to recognize the need for change and commit to doing so now. Not only when one is ready uh, is any type of transformation possible, no matter how large or small it might be. When we take that personal pulse, um, you know, that introspection, we come to terms with reflecting on our current attitudes and our dispositions before we can change them. And so the the readiness step in BRAVE is lots of um, preparation for planning, however simple or difficult it may be, forgetting that we have to be perfect and also uncovering what's our plan B. And, and then second, um, acknowledging our feelings and managing that resistance. And I talk a lot about managing resistance through affirmations in the book. So the second step is really, you know, understanding that we need to make a change and then being in that readiness mode. 
And the third, um, the, the third step in BRAVE is alignment. And what I mean by that is I talk a lot about getting an A-team, identifying individuals in our network or in our neighborhood or in our community, and line them up in the right areas to support you when we need help. As I was mentioning, we don't have to face fears alone. We can reach out to a friend, a neighbor, a work colleague, a priest, a mentor, or a coach. Um, because right now, I think, I think what we're really seeing, and what I have seen with my former clients, is solitude is okay, but isolation can cripple ourselves, not only emotionally, but uh, through our professional productivity as well. And then with that, you know, really aligning our environment that really is here to support us. Because that also impacts our health and our well-being. And it's also another key to support. So, so to affect change again, this talks about centering ourselves and accounting for all the factors that impact our behavior. And then the last two steps are the, uh, is vision, when we can see our desired destination and the road to get there, and really seeing ourselves honestly and compassionately. And then um, uh, step five is engagement. And really, I'm talking a lot about that with clients uh, and in the media, which is how do we manage the unknowns, uh, the communications about layoffs, uh, our companies restructuring. And no matter what the issue or the unknowns are every day, it's really important to stay engaged and stay in your lane and focus on your day and what and to progress ahead. So for many, you know, have been affected by health and financial and economic uh, issues, but really going back to the simple game plans to review where you are and looking at your option. And that's, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, let's review our mortgage rent. Let, let's see if we have unemployment options. Um, do we have our ducks in a row for our next career search? Um, are we feeling burnt out? Identify it. Take that time out and, and take care of your health by tuning in. Can be some effective strategies. And those fears are very real that we have to acknowledge, yet I think we need to be conscious of not just dwelling in that, is, mm -hmm. you know, setting that maybe in this box, setting it there, yes, it's happening, and what might we do going forward? Because there's going to be an end to this at some point. Definitely. And a new beginning, right, Yes, yes exactly. I think it's really important here where we can, part of, you know, emotional self-management is understanding more of our mind. You know, in, in, um, in psychology terms, there, there's something called a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. When we have a fixed mindset, we believe our, maybe our intelligence, our talent, and outcomes, they're all fixed traits. They're, they're set for good and, and, and so forth. And then there are others that have a growth mindset. So when we move like we are now into uncharted territory, we can stay, the benefits of how to stay open is only the time that we can continue to be developed and shift po uh, potential outcomes. So I think, that, I think that's really key is understanding um, if we have a fixed mindset, how we can maybe move towards more of an open mind and a growth mindset. So I think sometimes it's, you know, before taking any position on something or a step in a direction of making a change that's affecting us, really taking that time out and understanding, wow, are my thoughts holding me hostage? Am I open about this? Um, am I pessimistic about this? Or is there hope and optimism for me? 
And, and so it's not easy to do. It really isn't. But it really is key introspection to do, especially right now. And so what we're about this morning is building that awareness. So maybe it, we're all, all at different places on this path. So maybe this is the first awakening, but maybe it's a little ways down and realizing that there are practices, things that we can do, exercises, and devote some time every day and maybe expand it. So in that way, we can really change a fixed mindset. I agree, Kate. And what that benefit or the benefit of that is, is by changing our response to things or learning how we really have the personal power to shift the outcome. And I talk, you know, with a lot of clients and a lot of individuals today, and I think what's keeping people going or one of the things is what is our why and what is our personal purpose for keeping us going? You know, um, when we are reacting to the outer layers of what's happening and we're constantly hearing very difficult language every day, chaos, um, crippling, um, you know, not feeling contentment, confusion, the things that keep us going, we've got to revisit there. And there's a lot. And managing those what ifs. If our business fails, can I bring a new idea to fruition? What's my plan B? And that, that helps us commit to staying in our lane. And I think there are keys to changing our daily routine. And we're all looking for those tips every day because routine gives us a sense of self. And uh, three things that come to mind that I really focus on and love to share is one, our own wellness routine. So during the time of social distancing, yes, physically we should, we, we should keep a distance, but socially we don't have to. It really is about deploying creative ways to stay connected professionally and personally with our loved ones. And now with the age of AI and technology, uh, with Zoom and GoToMeeting and Skype and phone, and social media, that has been, um, those are some wonderful tools that we can leverage. And I know that we are leveraging them. And, and the second thing is like we were talking about how to uncover new opportunities. You know, if, if we can think of being creative past, you know, I'm not an artist, you know, I don't sew, but engaging in, in small projects or hobbies where we can continue to build new skills. So building even in chaos, is is key and can be very and can be that escape that we need and cultivate a new dimension of ourselves and then i think third is doing something that you feel is very important and makes you feel effective um uh that that again is you know what's my why you know it's volunteering it, it's helping in, in area a and then you know receiving an area in area b or c but strengthening uh you know these three areas can really keep you in this mindfulness practice and then like i like what you said also strengthening your physical routine because physical and emotional are interdependent and definitely go hand in hand and i think those are some of the things that really help us stay in that bravery mindset. Yes, that bravery is is key here. And, you know, thinking of bravery and then thinking of the second point of new opportunities, it, as you were discussing that, Anita, I was thinking some of us may have a dream from long ago and it just gets buried because life took over. 
now Absolutely. is maybe the time for that dream to begin to surface and we might nurture it and realize that now's the time for it. I love that. And that aligns with, you know, step four in the brave paradigm, which is our vision. And, um, and it's really interesting. People say, well, you know, I, I don't get visions. How do I, how do I cultivate a vision? And I say, uh, well, you know, um, it's kind of like a dream. But before we can dream, we need to set and believe in our vision and set that stage by practicing our mindset as if we're already there. We already accomplished it. And I feel that, you know, the, the adult daydreaming and pretend play are beneficial for us adults. Remember the times when we really believed as young girls, some of us, I know I'm included, I was a princess and I could rule the world. So the benefits of the visions that we set and that we see for ourselves help us move into these superhero readiness um, mindsets and, and, and habitual patterns. And then we can be a little more brave and, and help with our courage to make the move to slowly right, peel off the current la- layer to reveal who we really are and, and, and who we really want to be. So it really is exploring our passions, our talents, while managing our fears, modeling others that we re- admire and learning the ropes, and setting goals based on our new benevolence. Exactly. And here we do have these tools because I I think that's important to to realize that we've been kind of following the same path, perhaps just uh, on on a rote mode. And now we have this time to just really take a time out and yeah. think about what it is, dream about it. I think dreaming is is an excellent word for it. I do too. And you know, I, I think it's also very important that we believe in our success because our attitudes and our behaviors should align with that and follow. And, and you know, when things get better or we believe that things will get better, um, then the, the more likely outcome is that it will. And you'll have all the experience and adventures and fulfill your dreams along the way. Uh, versus if we believe things won't work out, then that could be the probable outcome. So rewriting our current beliefs um, is, is very, very important. And that is really a fact. We do have control. It may take a time to get to that point of really, uh, what, capturing hold of our thoughts, but it's a, a very basic fact of life that we do have that control. And, and I, to add to that, um, it's be, it, I agree with you, and it's because we, we have the power of making the choice. Yes. And, and that's when we can keep our life in alignment. So when everything around us doesn't seem like it's going in the way we planned, the only thing we can really focus, uh, focus on is what we have control over our own selves, maybe our loved ones to a point, our environment, and the decisions that we make through this. So our state of mind is is very is very um, key. And what situation do we want to be a part of? What is the nature of the re- arena we want to play in it? And what's our what's our place in that? And making those viable plans and knowing the forces that affect it as well. And and then you know along the way um, through the brave paradigm, I talk in my book, behaving bravely. We take lots of pulses, you know, we, we manage the progress 
and don't worry about the future. Um, we, we plan for the best and we dream and we, and we move in that direction, but we course correct along the way. And that's the status because life is so ever changing and there are lots of things that are not, not controlled, um, in our basis, but understanding our statuses that we're constantly moving in progress is very beneficial and it helps manage the worry and keep us again, like I always say, in that lion like courage. And I think what we see during this time in particular, thinking uh, about, say, paying rent and paying mortgages mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, is, is seeing solutions come up and ideas of people sharing of, you know, what can we do to help each other? So rather than having stayed in that fear of, oh, I won't be able to do it, realizing that, you know, just even days later, all these ideas of how to deal with that are are surfacing. So to trust that, you know, if we just keep moving positively forward and engaging, we're, we're going to come up with good solutions. Definitely. And it's really interesting because the, the, the things that we're tied to, companies, service organizations, are also making adjustments along with us. So nothing's going to stay the same. And um, there's a lot of sensitivity and a lot of support around Um, the partners that we rely on and institutions to help us get through this. So staying in optimism is the greatest motivator. It continues to strengthen our bravery. But sometimes, yes, we have to stare down at our fears, especially if it's holding us back and face it with steering for solutions to help us push through. Um, You know, anxiety is based on an imagined future of what we design it to be. So when we focus, sometimes we just need to focus on that present moment. That can be the powerful antidote. That helps with uncertainty, especially about the future. But, you know, embracing these unknowns can open our reality and change us for the better when we allow that greater self-awareness and we stay in that practice. And certainly looking at a, a new idea, reading a book, taking, behaving bravely, and working through the exercises. We should mention also your website, Anita. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, Anyone can connect with me on social media at anitaksolutions.com. And so engaging in that way helps us to be able to take those concrete steps and find a way to change bit by bit. It's not an instantaneous things. Sometimes, you know, we're just thrown into something and it is. But at this time, I think we're, that we have that time that we can really be taking it to use it beneficially to find our benevolence, right? Thank you. Yes. I hope that uh, the readers will find Behaving Bravely helpful in there are uh, stories and contemplation exercises and techniques that can help one heal, uncover our fears, and shift the way we think. I hope that it helps individuals enhance their self-esteem through acting on our beliefs, our values, and accepting that risk. And overall, I believe it helps focus on what's most meaningful, minimize that negative self-talk, and redesign our personal selves would be, you know, a gift I would love to hear about. Ah, you'd love to hear about, so you want us to engage with you. I would love that. Thank you. I welcome that very much. And that's a way... Because I believe we're all in this together. 
Exactly, and we can help each other keep you know in tandem. We encourage each other to keep moving forward. Absolutely, it's the only way, and we can't do it alone. We are in a way which is so beautiful in a healthy way. If we can be interdependent on compassion and forgiveness, and you know, living authentically and self-actualization, we can really stay in that solution-oriented mindset. And then we will see as we get on the other side of this, what the silver lining has been, how we can be, you know, transformed persons, individuals as a result of this. Yes, Kate, I completely agree. Well, you are certainly such a great inspiration, Anita. And the fact that we can have our own coach by dealing with, working with the book, Behaving Bravely, we can really accomplish such great things. I'm I'm so thrilled that we've had this time that you are here to encourage us to be that. Oh, it's been my absolute pleasure, Kate. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Oh, it's been my pleasure to do so. So let's move forward bravely together, shall we? We shall. And with that, we are at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Anita Kay and Sunday Morning Magazine with Dr. Richard Bandler. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I'll get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 106.9 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab, then Sunday mornings, and look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of taking the reins to learn, to change, and to grow. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.